Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 61. I'm Todd, this is AJ. Yo! And we're back. We're back, better than ever. Dude, we've been having some great conversations. Hey, I'm excited to dive We had in. a great conversation, and I hope to have another one. <laughs> Plenty of them. So, yeah, I think a lot of it, as we've talked about, is the new table. I think you're and right, by man. new used table that we found <laughs> and turned into our new table here. Craigslist. Just kidding. Not Craigslist. It was just laying around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to Real Talk. Briefly, what's Real Talk? Since we know about the 10-second rule, a lot of them don't listen past that, you silly. Next time I should go, listen for more than 10 seconds. Um, real Talk. Yeah, what is it? It's an opportunity to talk about God, life, the Bible, and everything in between. Yeah. Just a bit. Up above, right. you see a link. The link is www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Ask your questions, topics, concerns. You know, a lot of times we, it's about God and the Bible and those kinds of things, right. but it can be about anything. And we, we're down to uh, to chat about that. That's right. Chop it up with whatever you guys want to talk about. Nice. You brought up the chop it up. We like the chop. So we're going to get right to it. Um, how's life, man? It's <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I'm very excited for this episode because we just we're talking about a bunch of awesome stuff. So it got me really excited. But um. History. We're talking about history. Yes. Actually, really. History is very interesting. Yeah. Quick side note. I love history. I just don't know much about it, so I love to listen. And especially, this is the type of conversations that people probably think we don't have. Mm -hmm. Right before we, literally, right before we started filming this, we were talking about Alexander the Great and Mm -hmm. Genghis Khan. Yep. Very interesting men in history. Yes. Great conquerors. (laughs) If not great men, probably. Uh, That's why I said interesting. (laughs) And I said great conquerors. <sighs> so, uh, my week. So, actually, I made a quick note because I wanted oh, to make cool. sure I mentioned something. So, one thing that I've been thinking about a lot was if you guys have watched the two previous episodes, uh, 59 and 60, I was kind of on this continuation about time and the concept of time and like it passing and what it feels like and how it just it flies and how scary it is. Well, in the midst of that, I kind of branched off into another realm of the idea of life being a choice. Um, no, I haven't even told you this. Yeah, go on. Wow. So, Holy Spirit. Um, so, right. so, yes, the whole idea of life is a choice. Um, and it kind of blew my mind because I was like, man, it's so crazy that life is a choice. And as Christians, we, we continuously choose sin, which is so, like, so, so weird. When which you, is not you, good for us. No. Like when yeah. you think of like every single moment in your life, every day, right now, in this very moment, I'm choosing to speak. I'm choosing to say what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm choosing to act the way I act. And it's so interesting that in those moments, like it's, it just, I guess it was a, it was a reality that a continued reality. I was like, man, like how broken I am because I continue to do wrong or I continue to think wrong, you know, of like who I am or what I stand for. You know, it's always a choice. And that kind of really shook me. I was like, man, I just want I want to be able to say that I choose Christ every day. And I think to an extent I do, but, you know, God's love is not partial. It's, it's transformational. Transformational being everything. You are supposed to be a whole different person. Your old self has died. This is your new creation, right? But I find myself so often living still in the mindset of who I used to be. You know, that, that haunting, that, yeah, it's, it's a haunting. The old, the old me has died, and he still haunts me. You know, mm. he's still looming it's in the background. Picture, yes, it is. You know. Yeah. So, I guess that's what been, that's what I, that's, bleh, can't speak. That's what's been on my mind. Just the combination of time and how it's passing in life that also just kind of branched off into, like, life being a choice and everything we do is, because a lot of people, 
including myself, we can be so naive to our own, like, to our own uh, desire or our, our own, you know, like, we don't want to own up to the fact that we made that choice. We that wanna... we want, in that moment, we chose to do that exactly. more than we chose, yeah. Yes, and I think that's very interesting because uh, that's just not the truth. We, we are in control of our own act. Actually, that's the most we're in control is ourselves, but mm-hmm. we don't want to claim that. Mm-hmm. So just, yeah, that's what I've been kind of thinking about. Yeah, I was actually just pondering what you said. It's yeah. pretty uh, pretty crazy, <laughs> the idea of, of having choice. I was actually, I really was thinking about this a little different. Mm-hmm. But do you think that we can go through life, just kind of as you're pondering, mm-hmm. and not, and I guess, I know we've talked about auto- autopilot, but have you ever let yourself really think about it? Because if we have a choice, mm-hmm. right? And we still choose wrong. Yep. Um, interestingly, we're going to be having a message about this soon. Cool. Weird. Not about this. <laughs> I don't want to go too much into it. But so the idea that we go into autopilot because I'm fascinated by the fact that I've talked about it before with Paul. You know, I do what I don't want to do and don't mm-hmm. do what I want to do. So how does that happen? I have a choice. You said it. Right. I have to be real about it. <clears throat> but it's almost though autopilot is actually allowing the old self to be in control. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So like what that we call sense. autopilot sometimes, what if that's just – what that means is we're allowing our natural nature that hasn't been fully changed yet, mm. fully sanctified to take over. Because I was thinking that about myself. Sense. Dude, there. Well, this is why this came up. So yesterday or the day before, I had this surreal moment of like what am I – you know me. I do this a lot. I'm like what am I doing? Yep. You know there are things that I want in my life. Okay. So for instance, you know, I guess I'm going to get real. Marriage, family, those kinds of things, right? Yeah. And the And the truth is – I can tell you all the reasons intellectually that I but some of them are real up to this point, but a lot of them are also because maybe I've went into autopilot different times in my life yeah. and I haven't consciously chosen to do things and pursue things that I want. This is not even mm. up to, this is outside of even the times that I don't follow God. Right. So for me I was thinking about the fact that it was the end of the day and I go, why did I do XYZ? Mm. Or why didn't I do XYZ? And what I'd come to is like I don't know, man. I, I've said this to you before. It's almost like I'll go through my day and this idea, this veil kind of comes over my eyes and I just walk around like a horse with blinders maybe. That's a better yep. one. And then all of a sudden I'll have these brief moments where it's removed and I'm going, gosh, why don't I live like this all the mm-hmm. time to where I can see everything? Yeah. Does that make sense at all? Absolutely. And so do you think it's that – I guess the question to you is, you know, I don't know, man, because I know, for instance, you. I know you want to follow Jesus. So Absolutely. using your example. So the times you don't, why isn't that happening? You're empowered. Mm-hmm. Right? Why I'm aren't I guess let me put it this way? Why aren't you making that choice? Right? Mm-hmm. Why am I not making that choice? And it's and I, I don't mean to use autopilot as an excuse, right? But it is interesting that because it's not an excuse. Because the truth is, autopilot only happens when I allow it to. Using the term autopilot, that yes. moment where I just do whatever I feel. Because it's still choice. It's your yeah. choice to put yourself in autopilot and not do what he told me to do, which mm-hmm. helps prevent me from going there. Absolutely. And in this case, we're using autopilot as, or at least I am, just as a word to describe not doing what I know I should do. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. You know, I think. When I think, so I had an image kind of pop in my head when you were talking about that with autopilot. Like you said, I think it's us, like. Letting that old our old selves take control again. I think of like a student driver, right? Like you know those cars that have like a steering wheel on both sides mm-hmm. and they and they have pedals too. It's like it's like we're we're in the steering, you know, we're we're in the driver's side and we're we're going along and we're like, okay, following Jesus. And then for some reason we decide that we get sleepy, so we want to take a nap. And that's when 
the student drivers like oh i'll take over exactly yeah i'll go now and that's good and that's but you know they're not as experienced so they're like (laughs) or they're just ridiculous and want to do ridiculous things right i'm gonna drive off on the sidewalk i'm gonna go do burnouts in the walmart parking lot or something ridiculous you know so like just yeah it kind of takes you in the left field because it's like it's like you're losing your vision like it's true man at least for me, I found that. And it's funny that you brought this up because I don't say it as an excuse. It, it actually is very convicting mm-hmm. that I just go, what in the world? There are days that I will do that, that I'll ask yep. myself and go, why did I not pursue anything that, one, I want to? Mm-hmm. Okay, so even, you know, let's say we're not even talking about biblical pursuits, although, honestly, our entire life should be worshiping him. Yeah, and like, absolutely. You know, the reason we do things, but anything. But also following Jesus, you know, and... We can, I'm talking about um, reading his word, praying, but I'm also talking about the other things that like, okay, you know, you know me, we talk about this a lot, being goal driven and, yeah. you know, sometimes I just don't, I don't know, I guess I just, it's weird how much time you can lose in your life if you let life be ran on autopilot. Absolutely. It's, it, that, and that's another reason why I was thinking about time. Like, yeah, it goes back to that. It's a good point. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause then when you, when you, when you decide to truly reflect, you realize how much time you've wasted because of autopilot, I think of before I moved here, you know, I was like a zombie and I had so much wasted time. Like, it's insane. Like, prime years of life, you know, and I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. And it's, it should be more convicting than probably what I feel. <laughs> but as yeah. that, I agree. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I mean too is that although the, I, I, I am such an enigma to myself because what you just said, he goes, I should feel worse. Then I feel right. Yeah, it's the same thing. And for me, it's almost like okay, I see reality. The blinders come away, mm-hmm. like the horse blinders. I'm like, oh, I've got to do this. And then somehow, some way, probably because I'm not doing what God told me to do as diligently. Mm-hmm. Right? What do I mean by that? If you're listening, you know, we always think that God wants us to read His Word, to pray, mm-hmm. to worship, to be in community because it's just some system of rules. But it's not right. It's that's like saying that the only reason we water a tree is because we're just supposed to. No, we mm-hmm. water a tree so the tree can be healthy, right? That's right. We water plants so they can be healthy. They get sunlight so they can be healthy. What happens if I take a, a flower and typical flower here, so some botanist is going to get on and remove it out of the sun, <laughs> right? It's, yeah. And don't give it water. It's going to die. We don't That's sit right. there and go, hey, that was a stupid rule, <laughs> right? I mean, and so for me, sometimes That's I'm true. going, God tells me to do these things mm-hmm. so that I can see so that I can be in control, so yep. that I'm not on autopilot. Uh, and I, when I live, if I live my life and my faith like that, that right. everything he tells me to do is because he is a good father who loves me and wants good for me, then it, those pursuits become easier. But if they're just those list of rules and stuff, then I think it makes it even easier for me to go, eh. Hmm. Right? And then what happens when I go, eh, goes back to what you said. Then yep. I can't see it. Then I don't even feel. Yes. I don't know if that's connecting with anyone. No, absolutely. All these Intern guys making sense. You get and and I think I think something else even that popped in my head was the idea that I think we use positivity as an excuse. Like, what do you mean? Like to not reflect enough to actually feel conviction. We're like, well, that's past, so we just got to look forward. We're not going to think about it. Like, yeah, which I guess in some cases is good, but like I think we use that like dwelling on it, the past isn't good, but yeah, but we're reflecting as long right. as there's something that comes from it. Because mm-hmm. some people reflect on it, mm-hmm. and they don't do anything with it. That's so it's true. like looking, I break a glass, and then I just look at the glass and go, man, I wish I hadn't broke that glass. I shouldn't have broke that glass. Instead of going, 
One, I should clean the glass up. Mm-hmm. Two, how did I not, how did I drop that? Well, I was rushing inside, and yep. you know what I'm saying. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe the difference is that's good. But people, but like you said, I don't think I think people say because we don't want to be negative. You don't even think about it. Yep. Just well, then what you end up with is a house full of broken glass because you keep breaking it and never changing. Mm-hmm. You know? it's, it's the it's the uh, house is on fire meme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it's interesting stuff and weird. Holy Spirit, that what you said because it, it just thanks for sharing that because it Absolutely. speaks into what I'm kind of was pondering myself a little bit. Mm. You know how that kind of stuff happens. So. Absolutely. I don't know. That was awesome. Yeah. So how has your week been? I told you some of it. Yeah. Uh, which is cool, so I don't have to. Um, I don't have to go back and mm-hmm. talk about that. Week has been okay. Some people say I feel I feel as though sometimes this podcast and web series is tough for me. Yeah. Because some people only see me for the twenty to thirty to forty minutes per week on this. Right. If that's all you know me, then I was wondering, I was like, are they thinking that I'm just so sad and like the world <laughs> stinks and because I'm sharing like these real things, sure. right? Like. So I, I hesitate sometimes. Like I should not. I literally come in and go. I should not go as serious, you know. Mm. But I can't help the way my mind is sometimes. Sure. So, um. Yeah, I. I don't really know how to put into words. I'm constantly thinking, man. I'm constantly. Yeah. Um, pondering what all this has meant. I'm fascinated by. I said this many times before. People and how the responses to things, including myself, which kind of ties in with what you just shared. Mm-hmm. Why do I do what I do sometimes? Right. And why don't I do what I want to do? You know those kinds of things. Yeah. So um, there's that, and I think that's really it. I've shared this before, but hey, we're talking about our lives. This this P90X thing, man, is it is. It has become very difficult. We're yeah. on we're on week five. Yeah, we and, did it before uh, this. Yeah, and I I realize that I'm constantly tired. Yeah, it's and lethargic. It's me down and I sure. and I was like, what's wrong with me? And the other day it hit me. I was like, um, well, you're you're eating less because I'm trying. You are working out ridiculous amount. Yes. I don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so why am I lethargic? Hmm. Uh, so that's kind of the stuff that's going on. Hmm. I don't know. Can't think of any of the rest of it. Yeah. If I do, I'll, I'll talk about it. I have been pondering the conspiracy theories again. Uh, yeah, we, we love them. There's a big sigh, and everyone's looking at me like I shouldn't talk about this. Mm. I'll go, I'm, I'm, we'll listen, go in. I'm I'll not, dive in. Listen, now, this is what I'm going to say about it. I'm only going to share one interesting one. Okay. I don't think this is the truth. Mm-hmm. But I find them interesting because it gives you a different way to look at stuff. Am I right? Absolutely. Listen. The more people tell me to not talk about this, the, the more, more I want to. <laughs> I'm in. Um, so today, as you know, I was listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this again. This is my, uh, what's this called? When it's like your your announcement at the beginning of something, your live. Um, disclaimer? This is my disclaimer. I do not believe this to be true. And these views do not express the views of the Remnant Church or the Real Talk crew. Mm-hmm. See that? I love it. Uh, also, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. <laughs> However, and people brought up an interesting thought about this quarantine thing. Okay. You ready? I just find them interesting. It's a good movie. No, I love this. We actually talked about this, and then I heard a guy talk about it, and I was like, mm. So, if there were an asteroid or a comet that okay. was going to hit Earth, okay. right? there was even a 20% chance it was going to hit Earth. Okay. Would they, being the people in charge, tell yeah. us? No. 
Bingo. Why? What happened when we had a virus? Everyone ran out and took all the toilet paper. Right? So No, that's, what, that's real. What? So that this guy said, I don't think this is true. He goes, but if they were going to, mm-hmm. they would want people to be in their houses. Yes. Or it brought up another interesting thought I never thought of. Like the sun. Let's yeah. say the sun had a solar flare that was going to like not even kill us, but shut all the satellites down. Okay. You know, just something weird. They would want people in a controlled environment yes. so that they don't go crazy and loot and pillage. Think about like a tornado drill at a school yeah. or a fire drill. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So what if that were just – again, I believe all of this. I know the virus is Dude, real. I love this. I just I find this it. stuff interesting. Me too. So I think – I think what you're saying, I th- yeah, dude. I if something that catastrophic was going to happen, because what does the world do? We panic as yeah. humans. We panic. We panic. Mass panic, time. like yeah. you said. You know, people going out buying everything, toilet paper. Yes. Remember that first week we went it was out. Unbelievable. Yeah. There was no food. So <laughs> imagine, like no. Imagine food, the no. president of the United States coming on and saying, "Just let you guys know, a meteor is going to hit Earth for all time." <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. That's not going to happen. I know. I don't like. See. You know, because what what is everyone going to do? They're going to go nuts. You're right, hundred percent. It's going to be literally insane. Yeah. I so like, I, I I believe that. Like, I don't think they would come. I believe out it's feasible. Us. We don't think that's happening. But the the, the concept behind sure it, the concept, which absolutely. by the way leads back to God, because humans, you said humans panic. Why do we panic? When do we panic? Because we're out of control. Bingo. And the reality is, if you if you think life mm-hmm. is just a cosmic accident in which we're floating around on a ball mm-hmm. throughout space with at any time anything could happen, just a flip of a coin. Mm-hmm. How would you not live your life in a constant panic? You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, I can't fathom that. <laughs> so uh, leading back to um, – yeah, so I was I was I like to read those man because they're interesting. We've gotten tons of looks from the crew, uh, covering faces, telling us not to do this. So hey, hopefully this isn't the end of real talk. <laughs> no, Which by the way, you don't want to go get real again. Why are they afraid of it? Because they know that Christian subculture and me talking about conspiracies means we're going to get canceled. Cancel culture. Yeah, I, dude, you already know I'm beside you on this. Like, this is intern Clint literally goes show. like this when I say cancel culture. He goes, <laughs> right? Literally, like, this show is called Real Talk. Like, we can talk about life. This is what it's about. We talk. That's literally the description of our show. We talk about God, life, the bottle, the the bottle, the Bible, and everything and in bottles. Between. Yep, and bobbleheads. We'll I love. I have an it. extensive collection. Do you? Shout out to Button. No, oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Great. Now you've lied on a Christian show. <laughs> Anyway, I uh, I do think that was an interesting theory because it – you know why conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. by the way, exist? Let me tell you. One, to give some sort of meaning to a life, mm-hmm. right, without um, – if, if you don't have a – okay, so let's say you don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. Your human nature wants to come up with reasons and cause and effect. Because it gives us some sort of paradigm to live out of. Science. Yeah, right? Exactly. So it's like they're still having something in control. They just created a scenario. Mm-hmm. However, I'll be even more alone. Do I think that, you know, there are things that we act like would are conspiracy theories that I don't think – like I think it's crazy to think that there aren't governments out there that use propaganda and lying and stuff to control – what people think and what people do. Most proven documentation. Yeah, exactly. But even me saying that, people are like, who are these people crazy? I'm like, dude, no. It is irrational to assume 
by the way, as Christians, you're yeah. already assuming that we live in a sinful, fallen world. Yep. So that means sinful, fallen people who don't believe in Jesus yep. across the world we're talking about are in control of certain areas, right? What are they going to do? They're going to do shady things. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> so anyway, uh, I heard that interesting theory and I was like, you know what? We kind of joked about that and it's true. Yeah, man. I, I love this stuff. You know, I could talk about this stuff all day. It's it's very intriguing. So. Yeah. So cancel culture, right? I should define that just in case. Sure. So apparently, I've learned this. I'm getting hip, man. Mm-hmm. The last year, cancer culture is that concept that in the, the days, modern days of social media, yep. if you say something that's not PC, politically correct, mm-hmm. the masses, and by the masses we mean the loud minority. Yes. Or sometimes the the loud majority, but typically loud minority, mm-hmm. is going to cancel you, meaning they yes. cause a big stink, they trash you publicly, yes, they ignore they, your product. Yes, they throw red flags up. Yeah, they make it so that you can no longer do what you do. That's right. Which, by the way, is so ridiculous. Yeah, they try to erase you from from yeah the from the, the the world of society online. Yeah. <laughs> good description. So that's what you know, intern Clint, by the way, does have experience in YouTube and stuff, yeah. so I think he's looking out for us absolutely and you know he doesn't realize that frankly we didn't expect it to go this long no but so, I love it so the other thing I'd like to talk about since we're talking about conspiracies mm-hmm. it's not really a conspiracy but we've actually looked into this so listen folks we aren't obsessed with views around here but we do believe that the more views you get the more people you're reaching absolutely and we know we have documentation through our messages through emails and stuff that real talk has reached and impacted people's lives for the better amen that being said, before the quarantine happened, yeah. we had been hitting on our live sessions particularly. We oh, had we were 17, 19, 1,800 views. That's right. Which for a church and, and a ministry and a thing our size is pretty crazy. Oh, right? And we, I think we probably took it for granted. I'll be uh, honest, I did. In fact, when I started going around and looking at other like Facebook videos of these huge places and they were only getting what we were getting, I'm like, I, this happened just yesterday. I was like, we were so arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to have 1900 I was like this is what is this you know and now all of a sudden after because we went through yeah. and looked through them it went literally right after yep so but, and the thing is we had the same amount of shares same amount same amount of comments oh yeah it was all the same, same amount of likes and all of a sudden we're down three four eight hundred views mm-hmm. um, weird absolutely still don't know why you know if any of you out there watching or social media uh, I don't know, gurus, and you yeah. want to tell us what's going on, the best we can come up with is that Facebook, because they're also quarantining themselves. That's right. Have There aren't actual people working. That's right. It's run by bots right now. Bots. So the bots, their, their filtering system mm-hmm. is probably stronger or higher, for lack of a better word, than what's typical. So sure. they're, they're kind of, you know, if, the way I view it, I don't know about you, it's, it's like if everything's going through a net, right? Mm-hmm. The net's holes are smaller, so it's catching stuff. Yep. The other option is we have a secret enemy out there who is <laughs> flagging us or something. <laughs> yeah. So that's weird that that's happening. Absolutely. It's definitely a weird thing. I would like – it would be interesting to get like some perspective from somebody else. Sure. You know, to yeah. see if that's they're having the same issues. Right? Like if, if there's anybody out there that does post videos reg- on the regular, whether that's like YouTube, Facebook, Facebook yeah. specifically Facebook. But, you know, let us know if you're having issues with viewers going down because we definitely aren't. So. Here's the thing, though. I mean, it's kind of – it's kind of – but even that, I want to be clear. Even that, we're so blessed with oh, our numbers, man. right? Yes. Like, um, it's crazy. It is. That being said, too, though, here's the flip side of it that we've noticed, that these – pre-recorded web series podcast episodes 
are skyrocketing. Going up. <laughs> right. Like yeah. last, you know, and it's just such an odd thing to us because before it was always completely the other way around. Yep. Live will get more. So, uh, yeah. Also, my hometown has betrayed me and has no longer. <laughs> so if you are one of my folks from my hometown, you know who you are. Are you still here? You here? Are you here? <laughs> What an odd show we've come up with. I, I love this. this is I like favorite. to think that the podcast people are like, yeah. Oh, they're probably And the web right series now. people are like, ooh. Because it's a look at us or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they know us, so they're more yeah. embarrassed. Whereas uh, the podcast people are like, I'm just here for a good time. Yeah, these guys are interesting. Yeah. I, so, ho- I hope so anyway. Uh, intern, Clint, are we good via symbol here with your hand to continue and answer a few questions? He says yes. Okay. Wow. That guy's a blessing, man, because he keeps us reined in a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Do we ignore him sometimes? Sure. <laughs> but you know what? But we he, still, he's still there. Yes, he gives grace, so appreciate Love it. Love that guy. All right. So let's go ahead and answer answer a few questions slash topics. Sure. Unless you had anything else to talk about. Um, I don't think so. I think that was pretty good. Yeah, man. Can't think of anything else. One interesting... Nah, I'll come to it later. <laughs> I was going to ask him a question. All right, here we go. <clears throat> I will go first here. Okay. So this question is, this came from our anonymous database that you also can be a part of at www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. Boom. That was professional. Thanks, man. I'm getting better. Awesome. Hi. Question one. Hi. What are ways that someone can confront someone and prove that the Lord is real? Because I have some friends that say he is not, and I don't know what to do, but I'm staying faithful. God bless you, Todd and AJ. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you for that. Appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. God um, bless you. I think that you can show people God and you can show people Jesus by the way you treat them. Like you said, you're trying to stay faithful. You know, um, walk it out with these people. You know, the, the difference between people who are Christians and people who are not Christians is there's a there tends to be a, na- a naivety to the mm. people who are not believers. Uh, and we're kind of told to treat them that way, right? Like, you want to explain that for people? Yeah, like and we can't hold... You can't hold people if, – if someone does not claim to follow Jesus Christ, we cannot hold them to the standard of following Jesus yeah, Christ. Truth. Yeah. So we have to figure out ways to love them where they're at. That's really good, man. That's now, really if they're good. Christians, but like, you know, that's a different story. But as someone who claims that they do not believe in God, you have to love them the best way you possibly can and show them God through through how you act. Um, yeah. And so I, to me, that's, that's the best way. And honestly – I don't know what that looks like because it can be different for whatever the situation is and who the person is. Um, whether that's, you know, like you said, just keep bearing with them. You know, I think one of the coolest things you can do as a Christian is show patience and bear with people's, you know, junk. Mm. You know, whether that's with fellow Christians or with people who are not believers. You know, I think that shows a lot of a lot of humility. Yeah. Well, pretty humble question to even ask this. Absolutely. Um, like we are the perfect ones to answer it or something, which we're not. But a couple <laughs> things come to mind when I think about in my personal experience, believers interacting with non-believers. Yeah. One is a lot of times, and this is a phrase, we lack the courage of our convictions Mm. and people notice that. So if I say that I believe in Jesus, but I act like I'm embarrassed, I act like I'm ashamed, I act like I don't have, um, I don't know, that, that I can't prove it, that I'm the one that has to prove to the world that please believe me, this is real. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So do you live your life bold as though you are the one who knows the truth? Mm. And people – because people can tell that, man. And, and, you know, if you're coming up and going, you should believe in Jesus, and they're like, why? It's stupid. And you're like, yeah, I guess it is kind of stupid. People aren't going to – they don't believe that. Right. you got to you know? stand firm with what you believe in. Yeah. Absolutely. And the, and the uh, 
So the and the flips are the with that is also the idea is that you have to remember that you know, let yourself remember that you are the one that knows the truth. Absolutely. So what I mean by that is is if you were use this example before. Well, let me put it this way. If you knew that your friend mm-hmm. was walking toward a cliff. Right. And I mean, you knew it. You were at the edge of it yourself. You saw it. You knew if they, listen, if you go this way, you're going to fall off a cliff. Yeah, right. You're not going to sit there and go, hey, um, I really, you're not going to walk with them as though there is no cliff there. Absolutely. You're going to feel confident in the fact that I know 100% that you're headed for something that's going to hurt you. I'm going to tell you because I love you mm-hmm. and I'm going to believe it that much. Absolutely. The other analogy you could use is like, say you're on a plane and they're like, yeah, I don't need a parachute to jump out of this plane. Yep. You're like, yes, you do. And like, no, you're not going to go, I guess not, and take yours off, right? right? Or act like you have to prove to them the necessity of a parachute. Right. That's reality. And, That's really and I think what you need to do is, is to remember that. The third thing is, and this is a personal thing I do in my life, I will, all, I will tell people about Jesus, they'll know I'm a Christian. But if I think that someone is not open to the truth, mm-hmm. what I call a person of peace, yep. someone who's, who might be um, questioning but it's because they're open and they want yes. their questions answered versus then I will talk to them. If they are not and I feel like they are just trying to attack, trying to debate for the sake of debating, I'm mm-hmm. not interested because right. life's too short to waste time trying to debate with someone whose mind is close to truth anyway, who's not even willing to hear it. Does That's that make good. sense? Absolutely. That doesn't mean I don't tell them. It doesn't mean I don't pray for them. Right. It just means that I can – you need to trust the spirit in you if someone's closed off. Jesus talks about don't throw your pearls before swine. Don't throw the truth before people that aren't literally aren't going to hear it. That's good. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So great really question, though. Yes. Um, let's see here. Next question. Americans are obsessed with convenience and comfort. How do we as Christians not fall in, in this worldly trap? Thanks. I think that regardless of the purpose is that COVID-19 has given us uh, a wake-up call. Absolutely. This. All right, so we if we're really honest here, we still haven't really been hit by it the way that we could, right? If oh, this no. were to go on a year where no oh, one's working, boy. then it we're going to feel it. Yep. You know, food shortages, because I've heard that actually someplace that is starting to happen a little yeah, bit, right? I've heard this. I heard somewhere that, and don't quote me on this, but they had to kill Tyson or someone had to kill two million chickens because they didn't have anyone to butcher them. Yeah, it was Tyson. Yeah, mm-hmm. so think about that. You know, two million chickens is affecting someone. Absolutely. Right? Like, that's 2 million chickens. Mm-hmm. Why am I saying this? So, I, Because I think COVID-19 gives us an opportunity to face this reality of what life is really about yeah. without having to fully get there yet. Thank God. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. So like if I let myself go, or think about right now, you're just not able to get a haircut. Sure. You're not able to, I don't know, you know, go out and buy, go out to dinner all the time at restaurants, yep. sit in. That's going to make you start to think, and we've talked about this from the very beginning, is this this is an opportunity to actually tell you what is really important in life, mm-hmm. right? Um, because a lot of the things that we say are important aren't important. So how do we avoid this trap is we have to keep an eternal mindset. Jesus talks about that. Absolutely. What's really important? What is really important in life? And uh, that's the first step is to allow yourself to face the reality of life and what is really important because the old saying is you can't take that stuff with you. Absolutely. We were just talking about this with Alexander the Great, actually. Yep. You can't take this stuff with you. It's true. Yes. And so I think that's the first thing. And the second thing is to how do you keep an eternal mindset? Well, you read God's word. Amen. And you understand what's important and you actually apply that stuff. And when Jesus says things like, 
you know, or the Bible says, for instance, that the money, the love of money is the root of all evil. Like, what does that really mean? It's not just money. It's the trap of accumulating things and thinking yes. that that's going to read. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I don't know if that, if that answers or, but I think I that's think a good so. start. Yes, and I think the the idea of a culture of convenience and comfort is already a trap in itself. Like, because when you think of Christianity, like what you do when you're following God, you're in the Spirit. What you're doing is not comfortable. Mm-hmm. So if you if you slip into a culture of convenience and comfort, you sh- there's probably a part of you that's already screaming at you, saying you're not something's probably not right. It's good, you know. And on a tangible advice level, mm-hmm. and I've followed this for a long time, and there are a lot of. Um, people in the world that do this i one of my sayings is do hard things absolutely like right now in your life and even if it's little yes take cold showers this sounds ridiculous take a cold shower you know people in the studio are laughing now i'm serious you know you wake up in the morning Mm -hmm. and you don't want to take a cold shower do it anyway as training for getting your body and your mind used to not being comfortable yes uh this sounds so dumb. This I do this sometimes. This is so dumb. But I, I literally do this for this purpose. There's times in the winter when it's snowing, I will walk out without shoes on if I need to go to my car. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's not comfortable. It's a small thing to practice. Yep. Uh, working out. Yes. Work, what we're doing right now. Yes. Work out. You know, what's what we talked about. One of our guys, you know, it's working out. I was like, listen, man, it doesn't matter if you do it perfect. It's the fact, yep. are you doing it? Yep. Are you doing it when you're not comfortable? That's when I see if someone really wants something. So Absolutely. do all those kinds of things. Um you know, I'm trying to think of other things. I think those are great examples. Um, make yourself get up early once or twice a week. I'm talking like an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. So good. that you get used to doing hard things. And I think what that does is that prevents you from falling into that trap too because it reminds yep. you that that you can handle not That's being right. comfortable. And I love it. You're, it's, it's like you're constantly sharpening yourself for, for the real battle. That's a really good way to put it. it. You're training for something hopefully that may never come, but if it does, yeah, you're ready. That's right. Um, it sort of reminds me of, there was a uh, Ricky Gervais, that's his name, right, the comedian? Uh-huh. And I'm not saying, you know, watch, I don't, I'm not real familiar with him other than he was the creator of The Office in Britain. Right. Um, so, all right. Cause I, love the, I love the American <laughs> version. But it was interesting, this ties in with this. He was sort of skewering and really mm-hmm. tearing into celebrity culture. Yeah. Because there, one, he's like, quit going around telling, Amer- telling the world your advice and he said, how ridiculous is it? And I'm not going to say the guy's name, but he pointed to a celebrity who was crying outside of his mansion. Literally, the videos of him sobbing and like, I'm so miserable and I have nowhere to go. And it's this ginormous mansion. I can't go get my eyebrows threaded or whatever. Like, think about that. The, the pure decadence of that. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that's kind of what he's saying too. He's like, are you kidding me? I was, I really mm-hmm. respected him for that. Yeah. At least in that moment because he's trying to point out like this is absolutely ridiculous. Yep. And to a smaller degree, when we compare our lives to the rest of the world, if you know someone from a third world country were to look at us complaining that we can't go to Burger King and sit down and have a burger right? while I'm eating, oh, I just got to eat this steak that I cook myself. I mean, it's ridiculous, you know? And keeping that kind of mindset, I think, is helpful, too. Absolutely, man. There's there's always, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Because, it's good. man, I feel silly sometimes what I complain about when I oh, think yeah. about other people's lives. <laughs> yes. I saw a, uh, I don't know if it's real, but I saw a picture, a meme, or I don't know, it wasn't even a meme, but I saw a picture. So, it was somewhere in the Middle East, mm-hmm. okay, and one of, I don't even want to say a country, uh, where there is war-torn, not even Yemen or something, I don't know, whatever, mm-hmm. I just ruined the illusion that I know where 
country is in the world, but <laughs> there is a doctor there, and he was giving out bread. Yeah. To a, to children. Wow. And during this war torn place, and a kid comes up to him, and it, and it has pictures like a set of them, you know, because they're taking. Yeah. And he's sobbing, and the next one, and it's because this kid came up to him and said, "Can you please give me medicine so I'm not hungry anymore?" Uh that's eye opening. Yeah. To me, that. You know, there are people in the world that are so, that are hungry, man. I'm not talking about, I didn't eat Fruit. since 7 a.m. Right, right. That there's children, it can make me cry if I think about it, who are starving mm-hmm. and go up to doc, you know, this doctor's there just giving out bread and he's he's there to help and, and the kid doesn't, he takes the bread but he's like, I'm more interested in not being hungry anymore tomorrow. That's right. Or the next day. So, I mean, that's the reality a lot of people living in this world. And I think that'll help you not give into that mindset too you know make you thankful yeah (laughs) anyway wow that was really good man that was all right Hmm. are you up or am i um i am i think all right in luke the gospel of luke there is a story where jesus was 12 years old and he was with his parents and they left jerusalem and he stayed behind when they found him three and they capitalized three (laughs) days later he was in the temple listening and preaching First of all, if that was my case, I'd be grounded for life, they said. That's so true. And then they say, one, how would you react if you were in Joseph's shoes? So Jesus is earthly father. Mm-hmm. And two, they just said, how awesome is this story? Well, I'll answer number two first. What an awesome story yeah. this is. Because it's just, I love how telling it is of what Jesus' life is going to be. Yeah. The fact that you got this this 12-year-old kid who's, who's, you know, he was so enthralled by the temple, you know, like, like, but he just wanted to be there. And, and, and even crazier to see your 12 year old son, they're teaching. Like, first yeah. off, it's probably, you know, scary. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's probably something that they'd never seen before. And, uh, I'm sure there's, you know, obviously there, there had to be, you know, a sort of just, you know, proud pride in that. Like, like, like that's my kid. Like, how incredible is that? You know, I yeah. think that's what fatherhood brings, and that's mm-hmm. also a direct reflection of what God thinks of us too. When we do cool things, and you know, he's like, "Hey, that's my that's my kid." Um, so, yeah, I would say, uh, how would I react? I would definitely be super excited. Uh, first off, scared because where'd my kid go? Yeah. But once I found him, like, wow, that's that's incredible. Like, that's that's my son. How? Oh, and that's yeah, it's surreal to think of that and the bigger picture of what God thinks of us. So, Yeah, man. It's one of those things that I think if we if we put ourselves in the shoes of these people as though this really happened, you actually then go, how nuts is that? Oh, yeah. Well, keep in mind. So we talk about blinders, right? Mm-hmm. So the birth of Jesus was pretty crazy. Joseph and <clears throat> Mary had visions and had dreams That's where right. God spoke to them. They knew this kid was special. Yep. But just like anything else, if they were humans, you don't think that by the 12th year they're kind of like, Ugh. Like, yeah. they sort of forget, like, yeah, I mean, I know that was weird, but you don't think about it. Sure. And I wonder if this was, like, for Joseph, because it asked specifically if he's, you know, that's my son, and then you come back and you see him doing that, and you go, I don't know if that's my son. Right? <laughs> like, like, that's that's someone else. Yeah. Um, because I think what you said is really cool. It would be eerie, too. Like, that's almost, <laughs> nowadays, that could be a horror movie in a way. You come, this kid's this kid is just speaking. Yes. You know. Obviously, it was awesome, and he's preaching and teaching, but uh-huh. I also think about, man, like, you imagine how busy they must have been? How many kids? We don't know how many total kids they had, Yeah. but they're like, all right, where's everyone at? And they get home, and like, man, I feel like we're missing something. Did we forget someone? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh, we got to go back. Get in the car. Get in the, get in the donkey, you know, whatever. So, 
It's yeah, I wild. think it would be awesome. It's a cool story. Oh, and I man. think if you put yourselves in the shoes of them, which this person seems to be doing, yeah. you really would go, I bet you that was a moment, a wake-up call to them to oh, go, man. I, f- I remember who you are. You know? <sighs> right, and he even right. says Mary stored these things up in her heart. And, you know, another reminder. Mm. Because they That's were good. human, and we tend to not think that. Oh, absolutely. We, we lose sight of that, and then it's always reignited in some sort of way. Yeah. And that was one of them. It's awesome. Hmm. All righty. So we got one more, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Last one. Uh, why was every male child born in the New Testament circumcised after eight days? Jesus, John the Baptist, etc. It's weird that they mention it. This all comes back to the uh, covenant made between Abraham and God. Mm-hmm. God said, you're going to be my people, and this is going to be the sign of our covenant. And the sign is that you would be circumcised, right? right. So the reason that in the New Testament, it's making sure to point out to you that John the Baptist and Jesus or whatever, that these people were being circumcised is that they were still following God's law. That's crazy. You understand? So uh, aren't you thankful, you know, some people in America that that, that it's not contingent on that anymore? That's right. And that, um, you know, Jesus... After his, you know, fulfilled the law in that way, and that doesn't have to happen. And like Paul says, yes. circumcised, uncircumcised, alike doesn't matter because back then, you know, something that's common in America now, it's mm-hmm. kind of awkward as circumcision, not common back then. The yep. Greeks and the pagans would not have been circumcised; only, you know, primarily the Jews. That's right. So they were laying. No, these Jesus always followed God. He always mm-hmm. followed um, the law, you know, all the way up through. He didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. That's as he right. Said. So that's the reason it's pointing that out to you. Does that answer the question, you think? Absolutely. Intern client listening, does that answer the question? Cool. I think awesome. that's it, right? That is everything. Um, good episode. Absolutely. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. You know, maybe we should do a whole episode dedicated to conspiracy theories. You know, I'm in. You know, you you know, know I'm already in for the conspiracy theory episode. I'm in. Listen, I'm if in. you know me and you want to, uh, I was going to tell you this earlier today. I, I never finished thoughts. <laughs> so let me finish the thought to you. Hey. Come talk to me. Ask me if I've heard any interesting conspiracy theories lately. But only if you want to know. When all this happened, we were talking about that. And do you remember that some of our friends and people in our church got terrified? Oh, had yeah. panic attacks. And like, panic. We didn't even know that. We were, we were like, we're not saying this is true. We're just talking. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. But uh, I don't remember what I was going to say about that afterwards. I mean, Conspiracy theories. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, good episode. You Absolutely. got anything you want to say to um, the folks at home? Thank you guys so much for tuning in, or if you're listening from a podcast, hello. I think we're getting a lot better at talking for the podcast. I hope so. Honestly, I don't think we said um like once. I think I did. Maybe once or twice. I like I don't remember, but it's also I hard. I think it was the first sentence I spoke after you did. <laughs> Yeah. So I think we're getting a lot better at that. So uh, that's awesome. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. You guys are such a blessing. You know, this is such a huge part of my week, you know, being being able to come on with Todd and just talk about life and just being able to, you know, chop things up. You know, it's a cool opportunity we have together. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just a honestly in the midst of all the craziness of just life. It's a it is a time of being still, in my opinion. I like and that's that so a lot. Cool. And I don't I, I tend to forget that. But today is a day where I go. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys make that possible because you watch. So thank you, guys. Love you. Yeah, and remember, folks, you don't have to be on camera to have these moments of stillness and no. not talk yourself. And that's one of the goals of this, too. One of the goals is to give a platform for people to talk yep. and ask questions that they might be afraid to ask. But also, it's an opportunity, hopefully, to give you an example of, hey, you can have real conversations with people in your life. I do think in our modern world, it's it's less common than we think mm-hmm. to have conversations and allow there to be time for real conversations. Right. So, you know, we encourage you to find people in your life and they can have those kind of conversations with. 
Absolutely. silly and, and real and about God and all those things. So it doesn't just need to be on Sundays. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, one thing I would like to say is to our podcast folks that are listening, if you are listening, we we get sort of a report that lets us know yeah. people from different states and stuff. We would love to hear from you guys. So give, give us a review. Let us know where you're from. Any Absolutely. Review, um, particularly if it's a positive review. But we'd love to know where you're from. Or if you can even shoot us a comment into the the data, the link yes, right, yes. at www.theremnant.life slash real talk and just Absolutely. say, hey, this is, you know, we won't say your name, Bob from New York or yes. Bob from where, when was one of the states we had some people? Uh, Ohio. Ohio. You know, there was more yeah, and that. let us know where we're, uh, yeah, New York, Texas. <laughs> um, yeah. Let us know. Uh, where where you're listening from yeah. too? Like like if you're listening from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, oh, Castbox, like let us know where you're listening from because we'd love to, to yeah to know. <laughs> it's pretty cool. This this real talk family's growing. So Absolutely. We're very thankful. And those of you that are watching us on the video on the web series, you uh, man, you know we love you and we Absolutely. appreciate you so much. Please continue to help us beat the bots. Beat the bots. Uh, like, share, and watch. Hey. If you're watching now, encourage your friends to watch more than 10 seconds, too. We'd love to see that. So let us know what you like, guys. If you want to see us do something different, drop that in the comments below. If you want sure. to see us talk about it, if you like these, if you like the episodes where we really just chop it up about life and all that and mm-hmm. crazy things, let us know that. If you like the ones where we answer a lot of questions, yep. if you would like to see, if you have a different thought of like, man, it'd be cool for you guys to, man, I don't go through a Bible study, whatever else it is, and mm-hmm. um, let us know. We would We really take that stuff seriously. That's right. We're open. Open for business. For now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much up above. You know the links. Real talk, real dash talk. I'm not even going to say it. Yep. If you want to donate to this ministry and to this podcast and web series because it's blessed you and you want to help it reach other people, um, please, uh, you can do that above or if you're listening at the link, www.theremnant.life slash give we also have a youtube channel that yeah. i believe is just what the remnant church yeah, uh, i believe it's just the remnant yeah. the remnant you can look it up i don't know it's got a, it's our it's got our fancy r as the, the podcast people have no idea what that is nope so don't worry about it <laughs> other than that that's about it we hope you guys have a great day and truly god bless you